everybody, welcome to another edition of the GMB Show on this show. Today, Al Cavadlo is my co-host. How are you doing, man? Hey, hey, hey. I'm really excited to be co-hosting with you, Ryan. Yeah, it's going to be fun. So uh, we're going to try something new today. Uh, instead of doing an interview kind of thing, Al and I are just going to pick a topic, kind of chat about it, see how it goes. First off, though, how are things in New York for you, man? It's been a very mild December. It's, it's been really great. I've been able to do a little bit more outdoor training than I usually can this time of year and going to ride it out as long as I can. Although probably by the time we, we air this, it's going to be freezing and, and snowing here. I probably, probably just jinxed it by saying that. <laughs> well, speaking of training, let's just get right into it. So our topic for today is we're actually going to talk a little bit, throw this around, talk about looking at beginners, intermediate, and advanced trainers, and kind of looking at priorities. So basically, you know, what should we be looking at if we're a beginner? What should we kind of be focusing on if we're an, an intermediate or an advanced practitioner. So, you know, you work with a lot of people. I work with a lot of people. Um, you know, with the new year, of course, there's a lot of people out there who are like, oh, yeah, because it is a new year, I want to do this, 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 and all this, this kind of stuff. <laughs> but as a beginner, really, if we're coming back uh, to training, maybe for the first time, maybe we took time off, or maybe we're coming into the body weight world training, learning some new skills, you know, what do you think? Where should we be starting, man, as a beginner? Well, you know, I just had a training session with a client of mine earlier today, and we were talking about goals with the new year being here and everything. And I had been working with this person um, for a little over a year. In fact, she just kind of got started after a long hiatus uh, a little uh, earlier, about a year ago. And we were setting goals this time last year. And the only goal I said for at that time, I said, we're just going to try to train three times a week. And whether it's, you know, I don't expect you to train with me three times, but if you can meet with me once a week and go to a yoga class or go for a run or do some strength training on your own, you're just going to try to exercise three days a week. And that was the only goal in the beginning. And she made it the whole year. So we were able to set a little bit more of a concrete goal moving into 2016. Now our goals are to do a full dead hang pull up, you know, hold a freestanding handstand for 10 seconds. But... You know, I had a reminder, in order to get those goals, the first goal has to still be in place, consistent training. And that's, I think, for beginners, the most important thing. Is it doesn't matter that much which specific program you're following, just yeah. as long as you actually stick to it and build the habit. Uh, absolutely. You know, the same thing is that consistency with me, too. And this is something I tell uh, my trainers and, and everybody that I teach is, is you got to show up. Really, you know, there's going yeah. to be days, there are going to be days where you're like, you know, I don't want, I would rather do something else, you know. If but you're looking for an excuse, you'll always find one, right? <laughs> that's right, yeah. And just like my judo, like way back, way back when I first came to Japan and, you know, it was with my judo career and everything like that, it was my, my coach, I remember he was like, you just got to show up on the mat. You just got to step on the mat. You know, because it's like you determine how things are going to be. And so no one else, you know, you, Al, or, or me, I'm not going to be able to hold that person's hand and get them to do it. You decide. But first of all, all you got to do is just, you know, step on the mat. So as far as a beginner goes, yeah, consistency. And, and, you know, personally, I, you know, if there's a particular skill that you wanted to work on, yeah, I think that's cool. That's great. But I wouldn't get too much into thinking it has to be a certain way and all these details and the programming and whatnot because let's face it, 
being on the internet all the time, you can always find another program out there that maybe you should be following or some other person that you see doing something and you, you want to learn how they got it. Maybe you want to change things up. But, I mean, consistency. Just stick with that one thing and keep going with it. It'll gradually get you to the point where you're able to maybe do it, right? But, so. but I want to do it perfectly the first time, Ryan. <laughs> isn't, isn't that how these things work? Oh, absolutely. And, and I'm sure you're the same way. Don't you love it when you get an email or something and somebody says, I watched your tutorial and I tried it once and I couldn't get it. Well, well you know, just give it, up on life, right? Yeah, yeah. But, you know, and that, but that's a good example there of you and I have done these particular skills thousands and thousands of times. That's why we did the tutorial, right? You know, we're not going to right. do a tutorial on something that we just learned yesterday. I you know, as far as beginner, though, to go back to what you said, you know, that consistency. And I think another thing, too, is is if you're going to work with somebody, work with somebody that you can trust, that you believe in, and be able to follow the process. And so, you know, as you start to go with it, what would be the next step then as far as, you know, after that consistency? Once you have that down, where would you go from there? Well, it is really helpful in the beginning to have some structure because, like you said, there are a lot of options out there and it can be overwhelming just trying to figure it out for yourself. So, you know, I like to use this analogy. I'm, I'm not a very good cook, but if I'm going to cook something, I try to get a recipe and I try yeah. to follow the recipe as closely as I can. And if I don't screw it up too bad, sometimes it comes out tasting okay. But a really good chef doesn't need to follow a recipe. They can just go into a kitchen, look at the ingredients, and probably have 10 different great dishes they can make right off the spot. And eventually, if you cook enough, you might get that good. And if you train enough, you might get to that point with your workouts where you can just kind of mix and match and do what you want. But in the beginning, it is nice to kind of have a recipe and know what you're looking to do. But you know, having said that, sometimes you have that recipe and, oh, the recipe calls for this and I don't have that ingredient. Let me use this one instead. Sometimes you have a workout and the workout requires, oh, there's pull-ups in this workout. Ah, I don't have a pull-up bar. Okay, well, you know, let's leave those out, but we can still do the other five exercises. That's a dangerous thing that happens too. Sometimes people think like, oh, I can't do this exactly as written. Forget it. See, I'm not going to do it at all. No, and that's such a good point. I mean, and, and like you said, people, we all tend to look for excuses not to do something. But, you know, with that consistent too, understand that just because you can't do something some way or exactly that way doesn't mean that you should give up. And, um, and that's a really good point you bring up about pull-ups. Because, at, you know, because, well, depending on where you are in the world, uh, it's winter. And so, you know, you might not want to go outside and grab a hold of that bar and do your pull-ups. But, hey, there are other things that you can do. And just make sure, again, that you at least do something. And I think another thing, too, is and, – and I think this is kind of, you know, where, where we're you know, looking at priorities and things like that. Changing up and having these, these back-up workouts – that even though it might not be your main priority, at least knowing that uh, you did something that will help that main thing. And some, something that I like to talk about a lot is have your main focus. So why are you doing this? Okay, you know, If you're working to get a handstand, well, then do things that are going to help your handstand. Instead of saying, oh, well, I can't do my handstands today because my shoulders are sore. So... You can do work on. You can do something like working on your wrists, 
you know, maybe you can work on, on your core, you know, and, and doing something like that that's related. So even though it might not be the exact same thing that you need to do, it's at least helping. You know, I, I do handstands when my shoulder, shoulders are sore all the time. I imagine <laughs> you do too. Oh, yeah. That's actually like my shoulders are, oh, I could still do a handstand. Right. Still work on that. Yeah. 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 Well, and you know, and that's the thing too, because I, you know, a lot of people. But that's are, again a difference between being a beginner and being more advanced, also. Yeah, and I was just going to say that, and that's really that's a really good point. Um, yesterday, uh, one of my buddies came over from Singapore, and and we were playing around on the uh, hand balancing canes, mm-hmm. and I haven't done uh, one arm handstands on the canes in a really long time. And I was kind of nervous because I was kind of like, am I going to be able to do this today? But, but it was one of those things where I'd done it so many times before that it really didn't matter how I did it that day. It was just a matter of getting back into it and doing it. And so I think maybe this is something else that, that I found that a lot of people think is when you get back into something, and let's say you're an intermediate level or maybe even an advanced level, don't expect to be able to do things exactly how you used to do them <laughs> The first time you get back to it. And so, you know, I don't know about you, but, you know, me, I I can't just like think that I can do something like right off the bat. You know, it's funny because the client I was talking to the other day and we were talking about goals she had for next year, the the pull up, the freestanding handstand. Uh She turned around and asked me, she said, Al, do you have goals for 2016? And I said, my only goal is to not lose the skills I already have. If If I can keep what I've got and get a year older, that's great. That's so funny you said. I'm sorry I keep interrupting, but that's exactly mine. Is what right now I'm like, I'm maintenance mode. That's like that's where I am right now. And people are like, dude, what new skills are you working on? It's funny because I actually look back at 2015 and I was like, what are some of the goals that maybe I got, but I could make a little better, and that's it. You know, instead yeah. of thinking that it's some brand new, just huge goal or something like that. But I love hearing that about you too because I was like, yeah. You know, I hear from a lot of people, and they'll come to me and they'll say, Hey, Al, I just got my first muscle up. Now what? And I say, Well, see if you can do a good one. Yeah. Or they say, I just did my first pistol squat. And I say, Okay, can you do it a little slower without bouncing at the bottom, without punching your back over quite so much? And it's just gradually cleaning up that form, tightening up the technique. And the more you spend time with these exercises, the more you realize how much room there is to keep cleaning it up and keep cleaning it up. And, and, you know, like looking at, let's just even like look at the basics, right? Because a lot of people yeah. think like well, you're done with the basics. I don't think I'm ever done with the basics because, you know, a lot of people look at it like, okay, I'm going to do the basics and then I go here and then I go here. But I look at it like as a upward spiral where you always come like back that. to the, right? You come back to the basics at a higher level. So you're always getting better and the better your basics get everything else would get better. And so rather than thinking like, oh, I'm going back to the basics. No, you're, you're, I don't even know what you say. I, I'm, I'm improving the basics. I don't know, but, but yeah. basically that upward performance spiral of sorts. And so, Absolutely. and looking at every movement that way. So I actually just saw a video yesterday of this guy and it was interesting. And you might've seen it, but it was, is this, a perfect muscle up or just a high pull up? Yes, the just yeah. right. Yeah, I've oh, seen like, a couple of guys who could do that in person too. Oh, it's, it's, amazing, it's something, right? And to yeah. me, that's it's not how many really you're doing, but it's how beautifully you can do it. Quality shows, over quantity. Right? 
you know? And yeah. so I just thought that was just amazing. So, you know, and that's, I guess, what I was kind of getting at, you know, speaking about looking at me and my maintenance. It's not just keeping it on the same level and making sure I can just do something. It's, it's taking what I was doing and making it better instead yeah. of thinking that I need to go and do like triple back flips or, or what, or, you know, a double back flip even, you know, or something like that. So, yeah. So what about an advance? Like as far as when we get into the advance, I mean, I think it's still the same no matter what you do as you get more advanced, um, you know, even coming back to the basics on an even higher level. But, you know, let's say that if you're at a very advanced level, you're probably spending a bit more time working out and you're probably maybe a trainer or maybe this is your job. And so, you know, I do find that a lot of people who are more in the advanced level, um, especially me, tend to need more recovery time. So it's not about doing more training. It's looking at being smarter and actually taking those goals and honing in on maybe where you need the most work in order to make everything else better. So what about yourself? I mean, like, because you're... You're in an advanced level, obviously, but what are some of the things that you find yourself focusing more on? And I'm not just yeah. talking like skills per se, but, but yeah. your actual way you train. I have two, two things I want to address that you talked about. The first thing is, is even if you're really advanced in one department, you might not be very advanced yes. in another. I have some skills that I have down pretty solid and other skills that still need a lot of work. So the, the continuum of, of calisthenics is so big. Yeah. That maybe you've got a really good muscle up and a really good pistol squat, but you know the back bridge needs work, the handstand needs work, what, whatever other skills it may be. And, and I, I meet a lot of people like that. I have a lot of people who come to my workshops who maybe have one or two skills down really, really good. But then it's amazing to see like, wow, this guy can do a human flag, but he can't even do a back bridge. And there's quite a lot of people that that's the case for. And the other thing is the recovery thing that you brought up. And I think it's so important to remember that recovery is very important because, yes, we want to train, but at a certain point, if you're not recovering, you're not going to be able to make progress because you're never going to be at 100% going into right, your workout. Right. So you need to find that balance between how often you're training and how intensely you're training. Now, I see these workouts sometimes listed on the Internet of people just like these crazy reps, like 500 push-ups, 500 dips, 400 pull-ups, And I do a workout like that every once in a great while. And I'm sore for like a week afterwards and I can't do anything. So I try to take the the volume down a little bit lower because I like to train more frequently. If I'm sore for too long afterwards, I'm just like frustrated and annoyed. And sometimes I'll try to work out anyway. And then that's when you have those days where you're like, well, I'm just going to work on my handstand today. You're like, man, my handstand really sucked today. (laughs) I hear you. No, that's so true. And yeah. I mean, as I get older, and I'm not playing the age card or anything like that, but I've just <laughs> found that, you know, my intense, like really intense workouts, I'm not that often at all. Yeah. And just like what you said, you know, when I hit it, I'm going to hit it hard. But I think as you get a little better, and I don't even consider myself advanced, to be perfectly honest. It's more like, okay, I can do particular skills and I can ha- do a few things, but I still need so much work. It's ridiculous. But yeah. I, I focus more now on 
what do I really want to do that day? I've got my overall goal where I want to go, but it's more like, okay, this is what's going on with me today. This is how I'm going to hit it. And then I will, I guess, kind of test myself. So my really intense workouts are more of a mental challenge for me recently. And because that is actually something I'm really working on, to be honest, is, is going deeper and figuring out how far I can push myself. But not like I used to do when I was, you know, 23 years old, where I was just stupid doing mm-hmm. crap that I shouldn't have been doing. But, but come on, you have to learn, right? You have yeah, to test exactly, where those exactly. boundaries are. Yeah. And so now I'm actually finding that simply the fact that my workouts aren't as intense as they were when I do have an intense workout. I'm actually able to do a lot more. Well, obviously, it's because of recovery and things like that. You're fresh for it. Right. But yeah. I find that I actually enjoy it more. And, um, you know, you're the same way. Enjoyment, you know, and yes. making sure that it's fun. Well, and that's what's going to allow you to stay consistent. If you exactly. hate it, you're going to give up after a little while. Yeah, exactly. And that's what I was going to say. And I think, you know, bringing it back to that. So as a beginner, maybe stepping back and looking at do you enjoy it? And if you're just doing something because you think you have to do it, then it's probably good to step back and, and, and reflect on why you're choosing to do this. Uh, even as you know, an intermediate or an advanced practitioner as well. Just because someone says you should be doing something doesn't mean you should do it, nor maybe should you be doing it. But you know, think about what's good for you and, and go from there. And so I know in your case, I mean, both of, both of us, we have a certain level that we have to uphold uh, in order to go around the world and teach people. And so that's our maintenance. But uh, we wouldn't be doing it if we didn't enjoy it. You know, and I mean, right. let's be honest, there are days where we'd like to take a day off and, and we do, but, yeah. but, you know, I think looking at a beginner, you know, why are you doing it? Do you enjoy it? And is that going to be something that you can continue to do? What are some things that you find that help you to stay consistent? Well, you know, I, I think for me, and I, I hope that this uh, doesn't make people feel like Oh, I'm going to give up because, you know, it comes easily to Al. But I've been doing this for so long that it's just so ingrained into my lifestyle. It's not something I really have to make myself do anymore. It's, it's not only, like you said, it's, it's my career. It's my passion. It's, right. it's just such a big part of my life that, of course, I'm going to train. And, you know, I, I'm, I'm more likely to be frustrated if I'm too sore and have to take a day off than to be like, oh, i got to force myself to work out today. Right, right. So I, I, don't, I don't really have that concern the way someone might if they're a beginner sure. uh, because it's just it's just there, there's no question about it it's like I just of course I am like I'm, I'm gonna brush my teeth every day too it's just something I've done <laughs> for so long it's just right it's just part of my life no no I get that yeah because I mean we're the same we're the same with that and but that that's why people have to force themselves in the beginning sometimes because sure. eventually if you stick with it for long enough it just does become second nature and you do uh-huh. find more enjoyment in it and you do start to feel the benefits more and I think that that is the turning point for most people is when they have that moment where maybe they put on a, a pair of jeans they haven't worn in a while where they see a friend who they haven't seen in a while and the friend goes oh you're looking good or where they are able to do that first pull up or, or whatever it might be once that happens for them then it's that aha moment oh, this is why i'm doing this yeah the suffering or or, or yeah, whatever right. it may right. feel like right you and see you, why you're why you're doing it yeah and you bring up a good point i mean and and for those of you listening i mean don't take it the wrong way i mean 
you do have to suffer a little bit and no one wants to hear that, but there is a point where you've got to kind of push through that. Uh, mm-hmm. not to injury. I'm not talking about that or anything like that, but it's like, uh, my big joke is embrace the suck, you know, because <laughs> sometimes that happens, but it reminds me of my kids and you brought up brushing your teeth cause I have an eight year old and a six year old and <laughs> you know, it's like world war three every, you know, when they were younger trying to get them to brush their teeth. But now they understand, okay, wait, this is just something you do. And, and you do it, it's going to help you. And so you try and make it more enjoyable. You know, you get the cool toothbrushes so, for them and everything like that, you know. so What you're saying essentially is being a fitness trainer is like getting a child to brush their teeth, basically. Basically it's- is what it is. <laughs> <laughs> and sometimes you kind of have to like, you know, uh, give, not give them treats, but, you know, you know, hey, you know, if you do this, then you get this kind of thing. But mm-hmm. that is a thing. It's that mental the mental aspect of it is so important. And that's why I think having that why you do something is so important. Because, again, if it's just someone telling you, oh, you have to do this, without you having that desire to do it, then it's going to be tough. But if it's your own why, why do I want to do this? Oh, I want to do this because I need to lose weight in order to be um, healthy for my children. Um, I need to get this pull up because, uh, in order, you know, by me getting this, it's going to make me feel better, whatever it is. And sometimes people will be like, well, that sounds kind of wrong. But again, that's why we do stuff. And in the very, very beginning, a lot of people don't just say, oh, I want to do a one arm chin up. In fact, <laughs> I hope they don't say that in the beginning. I, I hope <laughs> they're going to be disappointed you know, for a long very, time. Very beginning, they, right? They go right? in like that. Yeah, but if you but if you step back and say, "Oh, I want to be able to comfortably get out of my chair and be able to do something," and setting yourself up for these little wins on the way mm-hmm. and making things progressively, uh, you know, make them at a way that you can progressively go towards this goal, then it's going to work out. I yeah. think. But, but I think that uh, me saying embracing the suck just simply means putting in the work and putting in the time, but setting yeah. it up so that you're doing it at a way that uh, you're going to create these uh, little wins along the way. I'll tell you, Ron, I have two, two final thoughts that, that you just made All me right. think. The first one is, why do it? Because you can and because you have such direct control over it. And there's so few things in life that are like that. You know, so much of, of life is, oh, this person knows this person or this person, you know, has an in at this thing or whatever. They won this raffle or God knows what. But fitness, you have to earn it. And that's what's beautiful about it. And it doesn't matter where you're starting off or who you are, if you're rich or if you're poor, if you're black, if you're white, if you're straight or you're gay, whatever it is, if you put in the work, boom, you get the results. And I think that that's such an empowering phenomenon. Why wouldn't someone want to embrace that and reach their full potential? And, uh, you know, I don't even remember what the other thought is. Let's just end on that one. That was a better thought. (laughs) (laughs) Sounds good, man. All right. Thanks for listening, everybody. I hope you enjoyed this show. Uh, Look forward. Look forward to upcoming shows because I'm going to have Al on here again. And, by the way, if you have any questions that you would like, For me or Al or both of us to answer, please let us know. Also, um, Happy New Year, everybody. Hey, hey, hey. Thanks for listening. All right. Cheers. Talk to you soon. That's great. Let's do it again. Thanks, everybody. (laughs) All right. 
for more great info, join us over at gmb.io. And be sure to check us out on iTunes and YouTube.